bless you. It's good to be with you today in the studio. I'm Dr. Joshua Bolger, and I welcome you to Kingdom Concepts. Amen. We're going to have a wonderful time today as we continue to talk about being overcomers. Amen. 2021 is the year of the overcomer. God has victory for you and I. Amen. It's not seasonal victory. I'm telling you, it is daily victory, moment by moment victory. Amen. The Bible says that we're more than conquerors. Amen. That means that we are a people that cannot be overcome. Amen. And the Bible says that we overcome the evil. Amen. With the good. Amen. I'm here to tell you there's a lot of good that God has done for you and I. Amen. We need to fill our lives up so full to where everything that comes out of us. Amen. Reflects that goodness. I know that this last year was a challenging year for so many people. Amen. Nobody on the face of this planet had endured the things or faced the things that so many folks had to encounter. And I know that the spirit of fear was running loose. And I know that there's a lot of people that were taken by that spirit. But how many of you know those that held on to God, those that rooted themselves and grounded themselves in their relationship with him and in his word, they realized that the power is in the union with him. Amen. It's in that relationship that we have with God where we find the strength that we need Amen. To be able to face and overcome everything that happens in this life. Child of God, I want you to always remember, God is for you, not against you. He's with you constantly. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'm with you always, even to the very end. Amen. That's where we need to find great assurance, is in knowing that we serve a God that's constant. Amen. And the victory that he makes available to us is constant. Amen. It was a victory that he acquired on that cross. You know what Jesus did for you and I on Calvary? It was more than just saving us from our sins. It was restoring that relationship that God always wanted. Amen. With his creation. You know, Satan did a number on mankind when he compromised Adam and Eve. Amen. When he entertained them and brought them to a place to where they chose to disobey God. And I think that you and I need to understand that that same devil that caused them to fall into failure is the same devil that's going to try to bring you and I into failure. But you have to deny him that. Amen. Don't allow, amen, what God has done for you. Don't allow it to slip your mind. Don't allow it to slip from your heart. I'm telling you, draw strength, amen, from knowing who he is and knowing whose you are, amen? You are a child of God. You're a child of a king. You may be in the world, but you're not of the world. And as we enter into 2021, the Lord said this would be the year of the overcomer. This would be a year, amen, where God blesses the faithful like we've never seen before, amen? And we need to position ourselves in that victory that God has, amen? In the place where you need to position yourself first is in your heart and in your mind. Amen. You have to understand up here, amen, that God has faced off everything that the enemy would try to bring against you. And Jesus conquered it for you and I. Amen. This is a good place for us to start. Amen. So I want you to grab your Bible, grab your notepad, amen, your iPad, whatever you need. Amen. But take some notes. Amen. This is you and I. Amen. Having a time of fellowship because I want you to be a great overcomer. I want you to experience success throughout this year. In the midst of everything that's going on, I'm telling you, you can reap the greatest year you've ever had. Amen. Why not and why not now? Amen. So let's begin, amen, by jumping in to the word of God. 
Go with me to the Gospel of John, the Gospel of John, chapter 16. And I want us to look at verse 33. I'm going to read this to you in two different Bible translations. I want to read it in the King James, and then I want to read it to you in the Amplified. Because this right here is a, a verse of Scripture, amen? This is written in red ink. Jesus said this. He said this for you and I, to give us peace, to give us hope, amen, to give us strength, amen, to be overcomers, amen? So let us read it together. Jesus says, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Oh, man, what beautiful news, amen, to hear. Listen to this in the Amplified Translation. Now I've told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world you will have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration, but be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident, certain, undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Jesus already went ahead of us and defeated everything that Satan would try to use, amen, to get you to quit, to get you to fail, to be defeated. Jesus disarmed the enemy. And though Satan may still form weapons against you, the Bible says that they will never prosper. And I'm here to tell you that you'll never have defeat if you will get a revelation, amen, of the victory that has already been secured for you and I. We're not trying to get victory as believers. I'm telling you, the moment you made Jesus the Lord of your life, you received victory. And the greatest victory that you'll ever experience at the hands of God isn't the victory that he gives you over Satan. It's the victory that he gave you over your sins. Amen. If Jesus could conquer that old life, come on, there is nothing else that you can face. Amen. That can be worse than that. Amen. He rescued us. Amen. And to where now, amen, we stand in the freedom of Jesus. We stand in that liberty. And he says, peace is available to you and I. Confidence, confidence in knowing, amen, what he has done and knowing that he did it all for love. Amen. John 10, 10, Jesus said, the devil comes to steal, kill, destroy. Jesus said, but I came that you may have life and that more abundantly. That only comes through victory. Amen. One translation says that you have life that's so full that it overflows. Amen. That sounds like overcoming to me. Amen. He wants you to overcome. And though you may be in the world where he says there's great distress, you know, there's frustration, there's going to be trials. He says that does not need to be your testimony. Amen. God doesn't want you being a frustrated Christian. God, God doesn't want you being a cowardly Christian. Amen. He wants you to be a victorious believer. Amen. He wants you to be someone that stands strong. Amen. Knowing that God is with you and knowing that God has conquered every enemy. Amen. That you'll ever face. Amen. Jesus said you're in the world, but you're not of the world. And he let us know that we're not alone. Amen. Because there's something that God wants to accomplish through you and I. Amen. This last year, the greatest thing that I've seen that Satan is using, one of the greatest tools in his arsenal is the spirit of fear. And the spirit of fear never operates alone. You'll always find fear and control. Those two spirits always work hand in hand. They work tandemly. 
They work together because what you fear, it has the ability to control you. To where if you're afraid of uh, heights, you'll never climb a ladder. If you're afraid of animals, you'll never get out of the car if you see a dog. If you're afraid of people, you're never going to reach the loss. You know what I'm saying? What you fear will control you. Amen? And there's never a healthy fear <laughs> that you should have in your life. Amen? We have the fear of the Lord, but it's not fear like we're scared of God. It's respect for God. Amen? We honor God. We reverence God. That's what it means to have the fear of the Lord. But there's no place for fear in the life of a believer. Amen? Because fear is contaminated faith. Fear is you believing in something that is contrary to the word of God. And fear will always cause your faith to stop working. If you're taking notes, write this down. Faith always stops at the question mark. Always. Amen? Anytime you go from saying, God can, to going, can God? That's where things are going to end. So it's important, amen, that you protect your faith and you starve your doubts, amen? God doesn't want you having fear in any area. Again, in any area. Because fear will paralyze you and keep you from accomplishing the assignment that God has for your life. Jesus was telling his disciples, man, I've, I've made my peace available to you. How many know Jesus is the prince of peace? He says, the peace I give, I don't take it away. He says, in me, you might have peace. That means it's conditional. But it's not conditional on his end. It's conditional on our end. Because it, you can have all the peace in the world, but how many of you know it's what you do with that peace? You're either going to rest in it or you're going to abandon it. So he says, in me, you're going to have peace, so you have to hold on to it. And you have to protect, amen, your heart. Amen. He says, be of good cheer. Amen, because I've overcome everything that you're going to face. And what I find amazing is that right after Jesus, Jesus speaks these words to them, he begins to pray to the Father. And Jesus knows that his assignment on the earth is about complete. And I want you to see why Jesus was stressing to them how important their understanding of his victory was. He knew that he was getting ready to drink the cup of God's wrath. He was getting ready to pay the price, the penalty for the sins of the world, for all mankind. He knew that he was going to be separated from the Father. And he knew what him completing his assignment, what it would accomplish. It would not only restore mankind to be able to have a relationship with the Heavenly Father, he knew that it would bring glory to the Father by completing the work that was given for him to do. And I love what Jesus said right here. You know, when he prayed to the Father, he makes this statement in verse three. He says, and this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Get this right here, verse four, very powerful. I have glorified thee on the earth. Come on, where there's tribulation, where there's trials, where there's distress. Is it possible for you to walk in victory Amen. And have a great testimony in the midst of being in a wild, worldly environment. Yes, there is. Jesus said, I glorified thee on the earth. How did he do it? I have finished the work which thou gave me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thy own self, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. I love what it says here in the Amplified. Verse 4, I have glorified you down here on the earth by completing the work you gave me to do. 
Let me tell you something. Your life is an assignment. And the thing that Satan wants to stop more than anything is to keep you from completing your life's purpose. Amen? That's the thing that he's after. Now, for us to overcome, amen, we got to step into a place where we understand that to overcome means for you to conquer. That doesn't mean you're not going to have battles. What it means is this, is that you're going to overcome the things that you find yourself warring against. And in 2021, the greatest enemy that you're going to have to overcome is the spirit of fear. Fear paralyzes people. And fear begins to alter certain things in people's lives, especially the life of a believer. Amen. There are three things that fear will instantly go after. Fear will try to stop, amen, and alter the relationship you have with God, number one. It'll try to alter the relationship you have with God, so it changes your worship. The next thing that fear changes is fear changes you from accomplishing the work, amen? And the other thing that it alters is the word. It comes after your worship, the work, and the word, amen? So you have to be able to overcome those things, and we overcome them not in our strength, but in the strength that the Lord provides. Go with me real quick over the book of Genesis. And I want you to see this, amen, played out. I want to give you, amen, an example, amen, of what happened, amen, with fear. How fear, how it changed things, how it altered things, because immediately the enemy, amen, he's going to try to bring these same things. He's not looking for new things to attack you with. He's going to attack you with the things that work on people. And fear is something, amen, that, again, once it's embraced, it begins to control, amen? And so we're gonna make sure, amen, that we're not controlled by anything but the love of God, amen? So I want you to look at this. In Genesis chapter two, oh no, my bad. In Genesis chapter three, I want you to see right here in verse, uh, bu- 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 bu, uh, in, over here in, in verse seven, all right, Adam and Eve, just bringing you up to speed. Here they are. They're in the garden. The snake, you know, who is Satan, amen, he begins to question Eve and to get her to question, amen, the Lord and what the Lord told them. And he convinces her, amen, to eat from the tree that they weren't supposed to eat from. And so she did, and she gave some to her husband. And the Bible says this is the results of their disobedience to God. It says the eyes of her, of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked. That means all of a sudden, that covering they had. Remember, the Lord earlier said, you know, that when he created them in Genesis chapter 2, verse 25, it says that they were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Amen. There was a transparency. They, they, they knew that God was their covering. They hid nothing from God. Amen. Because when you're doing everything you can to live with the Lord, amen, you're all right with God knowing everything, seeing everything about you. You have nothing to hide. Amen. You, you live in the light. But the moment that sin came, amen, they realized that they were undone. And the Bible says that they began to sew fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Amen, you'll go from God being your covering to you trying to do things to cover yourself. And that's never, never going to end well. And it says right here, and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves, look at this, from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, where are thou? God's saying, where's my worshiper? Because we were created to worship God. And it says, 
He said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. I want you to see something here. Satan, he encouraged them to disobey God. And I'm telling you, Satan will do the same thing with you and I. Amen. Once they disobeyed God, let me tell you something. Disobedience always schedules lack in your future. And disobedience will cause fear to come on. Now, look at the effects of fear. This right here is the first time that that fear is mentioned in the Bible. Amen. This is the first negative emotion recorded was the spirit of fear coming upon creation. But notice what fear did. Fear changed their ability to worship God. They can hear the voice of God, but they were hiding from him. And I'm telling you, there's some believers that are like that. You know, they fear God, you know. Uh, and they they pull back, amen, from his presence. Amen, that's a dangerous thing when you know the voice of the Lord, but you're not following it. Amen? So here they are. They're hiding themselves. Look at this. The first, first thing that fear did was it caused the creation to fear the creator, the one that had been so good to them. So fear, again, comes after your worship. It'll try to alter your worship, all right? Again, the next thing that it does says right here, amen, that the Lord, you know, he cried out, where are you? Amen. They weren't where they needed to be. He was saying, where's my worshiper at? You know, one of the things that I noticed, you know, when we when uh, this pandemic came in 2020, you know, our government tried telling us here in California that we could not worship the Lord. It came to a place to where they told us that it was illegal for us to sing in our churches for us to be able to even sing, you know, songs in our homes, you know, that was Satan trying to bring fear. And this is what's sad is you have a lot of people that they succumb to that spirit of fear. You have a lot of people to where, you know what, they haven't been back to the house of God, that place where you worship. There's still people that fear is keeping them from going to the house of God. They don't fear going to the store. They don't fear going to work. But when it comes to being in the house of God, you know what, they're allowing fear to control them. You have to overcome that, amen? Because if you don't, this is what's gonna happen is you might have the ability to hear the voice of God, but you're gonna be hiding from your position of worship. You're not gonna be where you're supposed to be. And let's say this, singing to the Lord isn't the only thing that we consider worship. Your worship is the service that you provide God. It's what you do for the Lord in his house and from his house. So Satan will always send that spirit of fear to try to overcome the worship. So one of the greatest things that you have to overcome this year is that spirit of fear trying to pull you away from the worship that you were designed to give God. Amen. The Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people, but fear will cause you to hide from God. Amen. Which will pull you from the presence of the Lord. Amen. So you have to overcome that. Now, Again, I shared this with you a little bit ago that fear will come after the work. The very next thing that you find out is that God had to remove them from the garden. The garden is the place where they were called to minister. The Lord gave them the responsibility of caring for the Garden of Eden, for caring for those all of the plants and the animals that were there. And the Lord had to force them out. Amen, because of their disobedience to where they were never able to go back into that garden. So notice fear changed the worship and fear changed the work, the ministry. And this is the thing that I think that Satan is after the most. Amen, it's what you do for God. Notice what Jesus said. 
Jesus said, I glorified you on the earth. How did he glorify the Lord on the earth? Amen. Because the Bible says we're supposed to go from glory to glory. Amen. We're supposed to be going to greater places. Amen. Not for ourselves, but what we're able to accomplish for God with this life that we have, with the time that's been given us on this earth. Because if you're on this earth, then your assignment is not finished. Amen. If you're not dead, the work is not done. And there is no unemployment. Amen. In the ministry. And you have to understand, God didn't give you a job or a work to do for him. God gave you an assignment, something that you were designed to accomplish for him. Amen. So you have to come into a place to where you realize that Satan's after what your assignment is. Amen. That is the thing, because when you stop the assignment, this is what happens. The greatest casualty when people don't minister for the Lord by sharing this gospel, people go to hell. People die in their sins. People leave this earth having not known Jesus Christ. Amen. And I'm telling you, that's unacceptable. Amen. So we have to do everything we can to be faithful to what it is that God has committed to us. Amen. You want to be a faithful steward. We are stewards over this life. Amen. And Jesus gave us the victory to overcome everything so that the work can be done so that the Father can be glorified. And Jesus said, you know what? That, man, I'll receive glory too as they accomplish, amen, what we're here to do. Again, John 17. So it's important for us to understand that, amen? And then notice this, the word changes, amen? When any time fear is allowed, amen, it'll take you to a place to where it causes you to question what God said, amen? I've learned that the number one fear of most Christians is that they don't believe that God will do what he said because they think that God's like them. People aren't always people of the word. You're going to have to overcome that. You're going to have to step out in faith and understand that if God said something, then I can stand on that with all my life because God's not a liar. God will do what he said. So if you face off with different challenges, you know, you understand that God's with me. You understand that God's gone before you, that he'll make a way where there seems to be no way, that God will open doors that might not be revealed to the physical eye, but those doors of opportunity, they are there. Amen. And if you're willing to trust in the Lord, I'm telling you, you're going to see the Lord bring you forth into places that you could only dream of. Amen. Be that overcomer. Amen. Put fear underneath your feet and allow faith to rise. That is how you will overcome. Amen. Is by remaining true to God. Amen. And remaining true. Amen. To what he's called you to do. God bless you. I pray that this word has encouraged you. Amen. The one that is in you is greater than anyone or anything that is against you. Amen. God bless you. I love you very, very much. I thank you for being here with me today on Kingdom Concepts. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Be blessed. 